This is the 19th season of Bass Talk Live. BTL is presented by Bass Cat Boats, Striking Lures, Aftco, Pro Guide Batteries, X Zone Lures, Shoreline Boat and RV Repair, Spro, Gamakatsu, Big Bite Baits, The Bass Tank, Denali Rods, Beatdown Outdoors, and Sunline. BTL, coming at you. Good evening, and welcome to another exciting edition of BTL. BTL After Dark tonight, a very busy day in the world of professional bass fishing. A uh, little noon action today, Bradley Hallman, nice enough to, you know, he wasn't in a tree stand, he was like making a tree stand from what I could gather. Not a big hunter, I don't know how that works, but it involved chopping down, I think, an elder tree or something for some brush. Anyway, then he came in, talked about his uh, retirement. He didn't want to call it a retirement, stepping away from the uh, Bassmaster Elite Series, a good show uh, to go back and, and listen on that, focus on family, just really focus on stuff uh, in life that he enjoys. And then uh, following that show, uh, Major League Fishing came out with their list of uh, 2024 uh, BPT anglers, and there were some noticeable exceptions on that. Obviously, you had, uh, I think, uh, KVD Crete and Tim Horton, who retired, but also absent from that. Uh, Cliff Pace, Cody Meyer, Josh Butler, Brett Height, Mike McClellan, Mitch Crane, Randall Tharp, Roy Hawk, Russ Lane. I uh, hope I didn't leave anybody out or add anybody who wasn't there and just gave him a heart attack. Uh, but I believe that that's inaccurate. And then obviously at nine o'clock Eastern time, eight o'clock central, uh, big announcement from Bass. He's back, back to back Bassmaster Classic winner and recent guest on BTL, but we had to bring him back in. That would be the one and only Jordan Lee. Jordan, thank you for uh, taking time. You know, I had this talk. You jumped on two minutes ago. Has to be a crazy day today. Announce you're going back to the Bassmaster Elite Series in 2024. Yeah, for sure. I mean, kind of expected uh, all the hype and stuff. I mean, I don't really hype myself up like that, but I kind of knew it was coming. Don't really, to be honest, we don't really love it. But you know, I I, I get it. And it's you don't really deal. love the hype. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the okay. hop. Hype is what you're talking about. Yeah, the hop. But I mean, I knew it was coming. Man, I'm not saying I don't love it. I love the I love the support. I, if 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 it was just dead quiet today and nobody was like saying anything, social media and you know, it was just kind of dead silence and you know, you kind of feel like, well, maybe nobody really likes you, but <laughs> you know, people people texting me all day and you know, honestly, the comments, social media. I mean, I'm looking today. A lot of times I'm not looking. Today I'm looking, see what people are saying. And, you know, I could feel the love. Are you surprised at how much love you have felt? How many stories have been reposted? How many comments there have been about uh, returning to Bass? No, I kind of expected it, honestly. I mean, I, I thought it was there was going to be a lot of, a lot of hop around it for sure. Um just being that, you know, when I, when I left, I guess went in the classics and then fishing the other classic before, I mean, it was kind of early. I mean, it was early in my career, you know, and, um, it's been a while and I know it's a big deal. I, it's a big deal to MLF to, to lose an angler like me and, you know, have the status and it's a big mm -hmm. angler 
for bass to you know i'm not saying that cocky because y'all know i'm not the, that but it, no, it, it is and i get it i get it but it's just what's just how it is you know and uh but i, I respect uh respect everything that's been going on and i'm just you know just going with the flow right now i kind of look at your career in three separate stages there's there's kind of college young frat house jordan lee for lack of a better term yeah. then there's classic champ jordan lee yeah. and now there's family man kid business maturing jordan lee walk us through each phases of those take us back yeah. to that that college those college early year days like what what do you wish you could tell yourself now or what how do you think you're different than you were from that kind of first phase where you jumped on the scene in auburn yeah i mean i know i mean i've heard anyways like every 10 years like you you change like a little you know you, you you're not the same person you were 10 years ago or even you know just how you develop just as a person and you know for me um i you know, i feel like personally i've changed i mean i you just mature a lot too you know i'm you know i'm only i'm only 32 but still like you know i started when i was 23 and uh you know just fresh out of college you know i'm hungry and i mean to to, to fish full time and to make a living doing it so you'll you'll go to any measure you know like as far as putting the time in the work you're you're hungry you don't have anything on your plate just like you see all the kids that are qualifying for the elites and the bass pro tour you, that's how that's what you see you see these younger kids winning the toyos we, we talked about the last episode anyways that's what i was mm-hmm Fast forward, you know, when I when I won the classics, I'm it's early in my career. I'm excited. I, I had a couple lucky breaks, so to speak, right place, right time. I won a couple tournaments. Maybe I shouldn't have won them. I don't think I just dominated those tournaments, but I, I won them. So that's all that matters. And um, and then going forward, you know, major league fishing, I mean, it was it was had such promise from the from the get-go and that's what people you know i i don't regret anything you know looking back on it you know like going to major league fishing and fishing there i fished there five years i, I have zero re regrets on that decision like that going into major league fishing doing something totally different won the first event and had a lot of success at major league fishing i'm a different angler than i was five, six years ago, mm -hmm. you know, I've matured not only like as a person and, you know, as in my faith, I've grown in my faith, but also just as an angler and reading the water. And I've always been good at that, but just, you know, dialing in electronics, you know, not spending as much time as I used to on the water, but I'm still spending, you know, quite a bit of time. And MLF has made me a better angler fishing against those guys catching as many as you can going back to five doing all these different crazy stuff like i, I feel like I, I am a more mature angler and uh not saying i'm going to dominate going forward but i it, it i have three different phases and i feel like now um i feel pretty good you know about where i'm at uh when i had you on btl last time it was ironic. I had you and Hyde on. I think it was like the same week. And there was a lot of stuff building in the industry. 
in my yeah. opinion. You knew something was going to happen. You didn't know what was going to happen. Guys were playing poker. Some guys were playing checkers. Some guys were deer hunting. Uh, as much as you can, and, and I know you posted a six-minute video on your social media. Bass came out with a press yeah. release. Walk us through the process that went from BPT anger, angler to Elite Series angler on the 15th of uh, November. Yeah. And I, honestly, I, there was things I didn't get to say on the video. And I, I recorded it myself. And, you know, I, I had a 15-minute long one. And I had a four-minute four long one. And I did I did a couple different video takes. And I was just like, you know, this is going to be short and sweet. I don't need to draw it out. People can see what they want to see in four minutes. Mm -hmm. And I'll come on podcast and do a Facebook Live, whatever, give the details of it because it doesn't really matter. People just want to see where I'm fishing and I get that. So there's a lot of things that I didn't get to say I wanted to say. Um, but, you know, first off, you know, I, people are, I know people are going to take it as a negative and, and throw it all different ways. And I, I, I tried in my video to really, to show that that's not how this, this was. And for me as an angler, like I know Bassmaster is going to treat it as, you know, a, a coming out party for me. And that's great. And I, I get it. I get it from a marketing standpoint, major league fishing. I talked to them. I talked to Kathy and Boyd. Um, and, 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 you know, they were, they treated me with the utmost respect. They didn't try to sell me on anything. They said, you know, we're, we're, we're happy for you. We hate that you're leaving. But I mean, Boyd told me to go win another classic. People treat Boyd as like, he's, you know, uh, a guy that's out for people in the industry, but, to me, it's it's quite the it's quite the opposite. I mean, I, I feel there's there's things that they've done that I haven't been in agreement of. I didn't like going back to every fish counts this year. I was a big proponent last year get it to change the five fish. And honestly, if it was stayed five fish, I, I don't think I would be in this position because I had fun this year. I really mm -hmm. did. I thought it was I thought it was legit. Uh, as an angler, I didn't see that the anglers really disgruntled. I thought everybody was happy overall. We catch them, weigh them, let them go. It was cool. I, I personally felt deep down in my in my heart, like, okay, this is something we can build on. The numbers weren't there. Uh, they had to make some sw switches. Sponsors didn't like it. I get it. I'm still on the MLF. You know, I'm still going forward to the MLF. I called. So it really started, you know, probably about three weeks ago. I called Bassmaster, said, hey, and for those of y'all don't know that are watching, I, I have two Legends exemptions, which if you win a classic angler of the year, you get a Legends exemption is what they call it. So um, the Bassmaster takes two spots a year, per year. Um, there's no, you know, the, the, they're very strict. No favoritism. No, no favoritism. Exactly. That's the word. You win one of those two things. Is there also a million dollars, like for every million dollars you earn, you get a legends exemption too, or is it just those two? I do not know that. Okay. For sure. But for sure, angler of the year, Bassmaster classic, you get a chip, you can cash your chip. And that's, that's what a number of anglers have done. We've seen yeah, David Fritz do it, Larry Nixon. There's two spots. Well, I talked to, uh, talked to Bassmaster. They said, Larry Nixon, Rick Klein, they're coming back. You know, we're not going to be able to, take you this year if you want to jump in some opens you know we'd like you to fish some opens maybe next year an exemption spot will open up okay well i'm looking at it like okay that makes my mind up sign my mlf agreement we have an opt-out clause in it i pay my five thousand 
MLF. That's where I'm going. 2024. Mm-hmm. I, there's not, there's, I'm not not super excited about it, but that's the way I'm going. I have to fish a top level league. People, you know, talk about, hey, just go fish the opens if you want. That's <laughs> it's easier said than done. And it's it's it, you take a risk. You take a, such a big risk for, for somebody like me financially, you know, and it's just not worth it for a lot of guys. So. Anyway, so I get a call Thursday afternoon. So what's today? Wednesday. So uh, six days ago. Yeah, six days ago. Uh, and and they say Larry Larry's not going to take your take the classic exemption. He's gonna he's gonna end up retiring. Um, so that spot's open. You're you're a first guy. You got two exemptions. I guess. I mean, I, I guess it goes in that list. You know, two, one. Maybe they pick mm-hmm. who they call. They called me first. I said, give me till Monday. I got to call some people. I got to talk to my family. I got to think about it. It's still a big decision. I'm, I've been fishing, major league fishing for, this is my, I fished five years, 19 mm-hmm. through 23. It's over half your career. Half my career. And uh, I've been fishing against the same guys for nine years. I love the guys I fish against. And I, that's the guys I grew up watching fishing against um and that, that's where i've been i've been comfortable fishing there and you know so i had a lot to think about i knew i think you got to think about you know there's any pushback you know, i talked to sponsors are they on board a lot of the sponsors are very uh, indifferent now it's not it, they don't push you one way or another they didn't push me one way or another you know like some people would think like they're like we we just want you fishing, you know, high level tournaments, social media. Now it's, it's top dog. Like those posts you make on social media and growing your brand that way mean more than a tournament circuit. Like if you go catch them and, and win a tournament, yeah, you're going to get, you're going to, you're going to sell some baits if you went on a sponsor product, but the more, you know, you're active on social media and all that. Like that's where these companies are seeing the value. And that's, that's the truth that's coming from them. I know that I know. So to me, it's just a decision. Hey, where I see myself in, in five more years, um, job security. I'm looking at that, looking at, you know, um, I, I asked about angle with ear points and, and how that works. Like I, I didn't know any of the rules, like, you know, going back to my, do my years matter before the elites? And they do, you know, the 15, 16, 17, I had three top tens in annual years. So those carry over mm-hmm. in case I go struggle. Uh, so that's all played in my mind. And then it's like just talking, talking to Kristen and the same where I'm at and just thought, you know, she, she was kind of indifferent about it too. And didn't make it easy on me to just make a choice. And the, the anglers, all that I talked to from MLF were like, man, you got to do what you got to do. And um, so it was up to me in the end. And I was like, well, it's not going to be an easy choice. Like a lot of people think it may be. And I was like, you know, this may, I just need to roll with it and see where I'm at, you know, in a couple of years and I plan on, you know, fishing hard and, you know, that's just my decision. So, I mean, I'm excited about it, but it definitely wasn't like, I'm I'm sitting over here jumping for joy and because in the day I'm still I'm still paying an entry fee mm-hmm. and you know I'm I'm a customer and um 
I'm lucky I get to do it for a living, but, um, you know, I'm paying, I looked at that too, financially, I'm paying 40,000 MLF for seven. I'm paying 45 for nine at MLF. I mean, at, at Bassmaster. So, uh, you know, it's pretty much, um, I get two more tournaments for five, for five more thousand, which I, I went nickel and diamond there, but I'm just looking at that, looking going forward to MLF, like going to 50, the payouts there, but it, the payouts are, are good in MLF and, but it's not, it's, it's very equal, you know, angler of the year, they pay out at Bassmaster, don't pay it out at MLF. That really didn't factor in my decision. It was really just personally, I want to go fish for five fish. I, I feel like my fans want to see that. And I feel like deep down, that's where I want to fish. So that was my, that was my decision. And I, I went with it. How much did the classic play into this? I mean, you're, you're chasing history here. You know what it's like to be on that stage and hold that trophy. Yeah, it didn't play into it as much as, as as one would think. I think it's been so long since I fished a classic that, um, yeah, yeah, that was awesome. That I mean, you, you you cannot deny how cool that moment was for me. And I, I it's just been it's been a long time since I felt that. I, I'm used to what I've been doing, and I mean that that is a there's nothing there's not a better feeling than. I'll probably ever have in my career than that moment, you know, dropping a, just a fat old sack on the scales that in, in minute made park, uh, come from behind 14th place. I mean, I can't top that though, Matt, I can't, maybe I can, but I know I can't, I've known that for a long time and, but it, it would be cool to get back and to have a shot. I mean, it's not something that I've, lay in bed dreaming about a dot but when i get there i think it would it would be really cool and we all know you know what how special that is you don't think you can top that no you don't think there's you don't think there's stuff out there in the in the universe that we don't know about i mean you you didn't you would never have thought that you're going to break down underneath a bridge and then go throw a the ugliest jig known to man and catch 27 pounds and come from 14th back on the final day like i don't think we know what the hell's in store for the future like there could be something even crazy you could boat flip an eight on the last cast to win by an ounce on gunnersville yeah you know you never know but that 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 tournament um was just bizarre and to win that tournament in in that stadium and just mm -hmm. how cool that was that feeling i mean it was that was that's going to be tough to talk <laughs> it really is that was that's up there that was, we that talked was about up. this uh the last time you were on and i was a little embarrassed i didn't realize how much you had won at mlf just because of how some of the stuff was tape delayed we talked world championships angler of the years and stuff were there moments over there where you had those feelings, those intense feelings. I mean, we've seen you in, in, in Florida on that, on the live with it going down to the last moment, or is there something in your soul about having those people actually there and it being the Bassmaster classic with 50 plus years of history behind it? You know, I feel like there's definitely some exciting moments, um, heavy hitters at, um, uh, at Kissimmee, you know, that was a really cool tournament for me. And I had that feeling like, and I was excited during the day and I was fired up and I was catching them and catching monsters all day. 
it was really fun. But, um, you know, I don't even know, like, the, the, the fans. I mean, I, I've been – I've been so, I guess, out of touch with how, the, you know, the weigh-ins have been and, like, all that. Like, we haven't done that. I haven't done that in five years. That's a long time. You kind of forget, like, you know, how that feels. Um, I've kind of – I think we've all got really used to the new normal at MLF, which has been you go out, you fish, you know, you know, you think people are watching, you don't really know, you – you try to entertain and 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 teach and catch fish and do well and win the tournament and then you come in and then you know it's over with. Mm-hmm. You know, they may have a stage there, like St. Clair I won this year. There was people there, you know, it, it was cool, but it wasn't you know, from the beginning I we always we knew that that like winning moment in front of people, just even if it was a thousand people um we wouldn't have that same feeling but we've had m- glimpses of you know throughout the years in mlf glimpses of like okay this was really cool like you know having an off day and having a bunch of people come watts bar i remember lake of the ozarks a couple years ago like we had a lot of people show up to come hang out with us and talk and not in a weigh-in uh environment really just a you know face to face talking to the fans and taking pictures whatever that's been like the glimpses of that but um as far as in tournament you know it's there's intense moments um especially with the score tracker and knowing what everybody's got and that is a cool part of it and and like i said this year i had a lot of fun like i thought there was some really cool moments this year um they were captured there were some bad moments that were captured but um overall i just i thought it was great i really mm-hmm. did so um I, but i have been out of touch like it's been a long time since i fished a classic since i've fished a tournament where i'm bringing them in and having to rush back to weigh in like it's i'm out of touch with it um because it's been a while but um I'll have to get back in touch pretty quick. You mentioned, I believe that you're still going to compete in heavy hitters and red crest this year. I know that in past years with champions who flip, there's been a little bit of back and forth on whether they're going to be there or not. Do you have that in writing that you're going to be competing in those two events this year on the VPT? No. Um, well, so is one thing the angler board did in MLF and we really pushed for was um, if you qualify for an event and if you're not fishing the next year, if you retire or if you decide not to fish, you know, the, the league, you, you decide not to fish the Bass Pro Tour that, you know, you're able to fish that event. Um, so that's one thing we changed when Bobby, you know, Bobby Lane didn't, I think he qualified for the next year's red crest and uh, he didn't get to come back and fish it because he left. And so we got that change to where, you know, like this year, Kevin, Kevin's going to be able to fish, um, you know, the red crest. And mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not turning that down. You know I mean? Yeah. It's a chance. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. And if it doesn't conflict, which, which they don't, that, mm-hmm. uh, 
you know, I think it makes sense. I'm not pro one way or another, like maybe some anglers are, or some people thought that's just how it works. Like I'm, I'm here to fish tournaments. I'm already signed up for a Toyota series. Um, it, uh, at Gunnersville, and I'm sure I'll fish some BFLs. Me up that you still love tormenting all the BFL guys and Toyota guys. And yeah, it's, it's, jump in like at little, just little derbies here and there, and oh, you're always like, "Oh, got got lucky and dropped 26 on them today." Uh, I, you know, I didn't win a, I didn't win a BFL this year. I did win the points, but um, I didn't, I didn't, didn't win one. But it's, it's all fun to me. You know, I, I had a lot of fun fishing those, and glad I did glad it worked out where I could just go fish some tournaments and, um, around the house. I mean, that's kind of why I do it, especially around the house. Just if there's something open and I can sleep in my own bed and go fish for mm -hmm. some money, I'm, I'm in. Sponsor wise. And you, you touched on this earlier. Uh, I know this has a, uh, this is kind of a behind the scenes things that a lot of people don't realize, but there are a lot of decisions that are made. I mean, you have major multi-million dollar companies that are making decisions on anglers that they've been with long time i mean they've they're talking bottom dollar they're talking exposure they're talking bait sales all this uh some companies are cool with 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 guys switching back and forth with guys going to the opens there's a lot of money behind the scenes when it comes to tours and levels that you fish with you had basically 72 hours to make this decision and like i said you touched on it before all sponsors cool on board are you getting more? Are you getting less without numbers? Has it been a pretty smooth transition with all of your, your sponsors? And I mean, you don't have, you're not one of those guys who has, I mean, you don't have a Scott Martin Jersey. God bless it. But the, you know what I mean? You got yeah, a little room yeah. on there. You've got some major ones though. Yeah. Yeah. I got room on there. I haven't tried to overload myself with, um, with sponsors cause it's hard for me to just do my job. Mm -hmm. uh, I, you know, with the ones I have and, you know, I try to do a good job for them, but, um, yeah, it, it wasn't, um, a, a money decision by any mm -hmm. means. It was, you know, I did not get a, a raise or I didn't get, uh, didn't get cut any really mm -hmm. from, you know, going league to league. Um, as far as I know, <laughs> so there's that some of that's up in the air, but I mean, I talking with them, they're, you know, they're, they're pretty much indifferent overall. The, my okay. personal ones on what, you know, what league I fish, they just want me to, uh, you know, they're, they're going to follow me wherever I, you know, go either circuit, you know, major league fishing or, or bass masters. I don't think I could, you know, just jump in the BFLs and fish those and probably have the same response, but <laughs> uh, I wish I could, cause that's what I do. But, uh, no, overall, I mean, it's it's pretty much indifferent from them. In 19, when all this went down, I mean, there was a lot of bitterness and vitriol between anglers. I mean, anglers cussing out other anglers, wives going yeah. at it over social media and on the phone. I get the feeling now, and correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, there's nine or ten guys that aren't going to be on the BPT. We saw Bobby Lane go from Bass back to the BPT that – that that kind of raw emotion has kind of cooled off a little bit. Like everyone's just wants what's best for them, their family and their brand on whatever league they've chosen. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, that's a fair statement. I mean, 
I, I've definitely got some texts from – I've got texts from guys from both leagues just today, you know, since I kind of just announced mm-hmm. it. But – and, uh, you know, they're, we all get it. You know, we all – you know, we all want a place to fish that is a perfect place to fish. We, we don't have that right now. We, we You know, five years ago, um, we, we thought there was potential that that could – potentially happen and it it, for better lack of terms i mean it didn't it didn't happen it couldn't be sustained of what the vision that you know that we got told Mm -hmm. like this is what it's going to be this is what you're going to get and that was really what was said to us and and the first year i mean knew it probably wasn't going to sustain but it, it that you know the opportunity was there, um, but the overall, the you know, the anglers, I feel like, have all kind of calmed down on that. I mean, you know, I look, I, I, I tell, I mean, I was thinking about this today, you know, thinking about, you know, 2019 when we left and just the no entry fees, the payouts, like, I mean, we fished a world championship. I won it for 100000 That was just off the cups. It was a championship off the cups. Um, you know, uh, there was, was a reason why a, a, the vast majority left. Like, I think people forget that in, in 2019, like they, it was, I mean, there was a reason. I mean, if, you know, if you're working a job and you know, it's, you're, uh, you know, you're working a job, you're getting paid 50 grand a year and somebody calls you up, it's a, a competitor and says, Hey, we're going to pay you a hundred. It'd be hard used to be like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I don't think I'm going to do that. I think I'm just going to stay where I'm at, but you know, there's guys that did and you know, they made, they made their choices and, and I never had one. I, I can't speak for other guys, but I never had one feeling in my deep down mm-hmm. like, man, he's doing it wrong. Like I can't believe he's doing this. And and I know that's how some anglers are and, and it is what it is, you know? Um, and I mean, I don't, I don't, the anglers that fish major league fishing, like we were, I mean, not a super tight knit group, but all the guys had their best interest. I, I had the other anglers best interest in heart and I know they did too and wanted the best for us. And that's what we've tried to, you know, do over there is try to have the anglers best interest. And in. so. I would love, you know, every once in a while you look, you, you get on a, uh, HBO or a documentary and it's about something that you have no idea what it is and you get into it and you're like, boy, this is fascinating. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I'm not talking about an in-industry documentary. I'm talking like a full-on a full-on professional millions of dollars production research documentary over 2018 and 2019 and the split I mean, you just take it, you know, we take it for granted. You know, we've got over 600 people on live here. And so this is a sport we love, understand, no, this is a niche deal. Let's take this to the outside world and talk about what happened back then and show every. Mm-hmm. And I think that there is a massive opportunity, especially uh, once the dust settles in four or five years and you're now a decade removed from a lot of those raw nerves and feelings. I think that's a hour and a half that you could get people who have never touched mm-hmm. a rod and reel in their life to sit down and go, damn, that was bizarre. That yeah. was wild. That was wild. 
Yeah. I don't, have you ever seen have you ever seen that I don't even get to watch Netflix a whole lot anymore but I, I there's some Netflix shows out there that that remind me of this and I don't know like yeah it would be it would be crazy to dig deep really deep in it behind the scenes and just see all the decisions and like what the company's had to do and then where it took them and what it did to, to anglers and like where anglers went and yeah, it would be bizarre. It would it would definitely get some people intrigued in our sport to to see all how that all went down. It's got to happen. I think it just has to be put in front of someone and understand how much chaos there was and how many lives were in, impacted in that split. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, you also had a purchase of bass then from uh, uh, Jerry and his group to go to chase Anderson that the, the I mean, it, it, there's just a lot of elements on there. You mentioned going back to the elite series and you spent a lot of time fishing uh, the majority of your career fishing against the same anglers that you've looked up to heroes, guys that you we were established yeah. when you were in there. Uh, I mean, you're going back to an elite series class that has a lot of established names and a number of anglers that have come, come back from MLF, but, you are now competing against guys who are 10 years younger than you. I mean, you've got other Auburn guys. You got Logan Parks, who's coming in as a as a 25-year-old rookie. You're eight years older than him. I mean, you you have an intimidation factor. What are your thoughts on these young guys? Have you followed them? Are they in in, in some way? I would imagine they would have to be intimidated by you a little bit because sure. they've never had the chance to fish against you. And you know, now you're coming back to it. There's a whole group of guys who are eight to 10 years younger than you who are like, you know what? I get a shot at Joe Lee now. Yeah. Yeah. When they come back, that first tournament kicked my ass. They're probably like, yeah, he's not that. He's not. That are big. you serious? You've said that three times. You are not seriously nervous about that. Are you like, you're like, Oh, I was looking at the points in case I, I, I there's no not, way that that crosses your mind. I'm not nervous about it, but that's how I've always been. I, I've never been a guy that's just full of confidence coming into a tournament, coming into a year. You know, um, I've had an unbelievable career, and I've done, you know, the points. You know, you look at the points at MLF. I'm 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 right behind Jacob Wheeler overall points. That's a good guy to be up with. Or with you know, I know I got it, but I I've never been a confident like had just I wish I was. I see some of these kids and they're just full of confidence. Like they know they're gonna go catch them. I've never been that guy. I just show up and you know, oh well, did pretty good today, you know, and and like that's that's awesome. You know, and I've never just I wish I did. I wish I had that confidence. And there's times that I do when I get rolling and I feel it. But yeah, I mean, you know, look, these these younger kids coming in, they uh I was reading that um, these younger kids coming in they're I feel like super prepared and they've put so much time and effort in more than I did um, to, to make it to where they're at. And they're extremely good anglers. And I know they're mm -hmm. hungry and they're, they're wanting to catch them and they're putting everything they got. They're studying right now for, for next year. And uh but, you know, I don't think there's an intimidation factor. I think uh, there probably be a little jitters for them. But um, overall, 
you know, I think they're they made it to the the, the top level. I mean, KVD uh, did that to you a little bit. He used a little bit of the the KVD mojo a couple times on you, didn't he? To let you yeah. know that like he's the man and you're coming up and you're gonna have your time, but right yeah. now it's still his time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did, and 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 that could happen. You know, you, you know, you could have a, a veteran move slide in there and you know uh, make that one decision. That, yeah nobody's thinking about and uh slide in there and get the w but hey i i know uh it's easier said than done you know it's easier said than done to go out there and just win tournaments and anything like that. i mean i want to be consistent and you know hopefully have a good year but you don't know going into the year i never never have known and uh but i mean it's it's been good to me so i mean you know, the past is the past and you know Going forward, you just gotta put the time in and put the work in, and I, I can't stop doing that. I can't mm-hmm. just—you can't get comfortable and be like, you know, I've made it here, and you know, um, I've I've caught them for nine years, pretty good, but you know, this tenth year, we're just gonna go through the motions. Yeah, I, I can't do that. I gotta I gotta build my A game. Do you still have the passion that you did when you made your first cast professionally? I think I think I do. I, I have the passion for fishing for sure. I, I still love it. I would go probably every day if I could. So yeah, I still do. Um, I still I still love it. Uh, I'm not a guy that, that goes and sits in the tree stand all fall. Like if I could be on the water, that's where I'd be. I, I love fishing, and uh, I'm intrigued by it. All the technology that's new. You know, I'm still learning every time, but, you know, I, I love the sport. And, uh, you know, when you're catching them in a tournament, there's no, there's really no better feeling to me in fishing. So I still have it. Anybody that you're particularly uh, excited to pull up next to on the first morning or get to know or see what they're all about? New incoming guys, guys who have been over at Bass, guys who you haven't fished against in a couple of years who used to be at. BPT? Um, you know, I mean, I, I definitely have friends uh, that fit that fish Bassmaster. I mean, me and Justin Atkins go really, we go way, uh, yeah, way back um, to probably 2010, 2011, before we were Jeez. both pro. You know, in college, just in barely in college, mm-hmm. um, I drew out with him. I was a co angler and drew out with Atkins. Um, in a ever start, and uh, we've been friends ever since. So it'll be fun fishing against you know Atkins and 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 Hunter Shyrock. We're 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 pretty tight. We talk fairly often. And Taku, you know, he's one of the Japanese anglers. When he came over here to the U.S., you know, I took you know we fished together, and and you know he stayed at the house a couple times. Uh, um. So yeah, it's going to be different for sure. You know, seeing all these guys at tournaments, but I'm sure a couple of tournaments in, we'll get in the groove. And you know, I hadn't put them in the live well in a long time, Matt. It's been a minute. You fished, you fished some BFLs and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I have, but I guess I have. I mean, that's kind of a lie. I guess just not at the elite series level. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
you got to worry about getting back in. That's, I mean, but you still do that. I mean, that's muscle memory, man. As long, it doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter whether it's a Thursday night or whether it's the Bassmaster. I, I get my, I get my first bite. I'll, I'll be back in the groove, hopefully. So, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be fun. I mean, yeah. I, I'm excited about it. Uh, it's been kind of a long day for you. You're telling me where all you were and what all you were doing and stuff today. Like you've been all over the freaking map Dude, today. I mean, this the fishing part has literally been the least of my worries lately. <laughs> I, I've had a lot going on. I have not been in my house since before my last tournament, July. I haven't slept in actually my own bed since July. Not going to get to till till January. Um, I had a accident happen at our at our home. I had a toilet that cracked while I was gone. My wife was gone. It flooded the whole house. Um, you know, ruined everything. Had to gut everything. Had to move out. I did I've not know a, that. Been in a rental house, you know, got a two-year-old, been going back and forth, driving an hour, going back to the house. It's been a mess for since then. So I have not been in a position. I mean, I had to move all our stuff out of our house, um, put it in the shop. I, you know, I have not been like dialed in on fishing. I, I fish some, but um you know, I've definitely not been in a sta- in a stable environment. So, uh, yeah, it's just it's just life, and everybody's dealing with their own stuff. But yeah, that's, uh, that's what I've been doing. That being said, like I said, I appreciate you jumping on tonight. I don't want to don't want to uh, prolong this. It's almost uh, nine o'clock uh, where you are in Alabama, and I really just wanted uh, to get you on. And like I said, I appreciate you jumping on, dude. Uh, it, it means a lot. Uh, yeah. for you to take the time to do that and kind of get your take and your thoughts on it. And uh, very impressive, just kind of your thought process through the whole thing. And like I said, I, I don't think it's a, uh, well, I mean, if we're talking personally, I think it's a hell of a move and I'm glad you're back. And I hope you clay chase the Bassmaster classic oh, titles and that at some point in your career, you're fishing for number five, but you know, that's neither here nor there. I just asked the question. No, that's cool. And I, I appreciate that. And I know that's how, it was going to, I, I love that, you know, the, uh, if, if, like I said in the beginning, man, if, if everybody was quiet on it and mm-hmm. you know, the anglers from both sides were quiet, but you know, I've had nothing but love and, uh, and I think it different, it's different with you because you came up and I know you fished FLW college and all that, but you came up through bass. And I remember wearing, you know, you had the whole deal with you and Matt and Matt making the, uh, grand Lake classic. And then you, coming back through all the odds and making the 14 yeah. classic. And then the first one was at Gunnersville, and you hold the two seven pounders up and you should have won that tournament if you hadn't screwed up the first day. I mean, we've talked yeah. about all that before, but I mean, that was There's the first live coverage of the, of the college bracket coming up through it. And then the, you know, there's certain guys that I think, you know, it, it come up through the organization and you are one of those guys. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I, I, sometimes I can, you know, I, I don't think about all those things, but you're you're a hundred percent right. I mean, I have a lot of history there, mm-hmm. had a lot of great memories there, and you know, winning the tart, winning the classics. I mean, that's just uh, yeah, that was unbelievable. Is and, that a goal? Like just between me and you, like that has to be. Is it? Is it? Or am I just totally off base on that? Like, dude, there's a number there. I think there's another guy who goes by initials who notices that there's a number there and he wants to change that number. But there's very few guys chasing Rick Clun's 
four. And Kevin's tied with them, and you got two. There ain't nobody with three. Yeah, I mean, you don't think about that stuff, though. I mean, are you thinking about next year, which tournaments you're going to win? I mean, maybe not. Thinking about a tournament you haven't qualified for in winning is hard to say. You know, it's hard to qualify for those. Mm -hmm. People may just count that those are just gimmies for me, but they're they're not. Um, And – I mean, I definitely would love, I'd love to win, I'd love to win 10 of them, but you know, I mean, it's going to, it's, that's, that's an uphill battle. Uh, I I would love to get back to classic and, you know, have the family come and, you know, that to me, you know, that those memories and stuff of that, like, I just remember a hard one, you know, my mother-in-law being there and my wife being there and just, you know, talking me, talking me through it, um, you know, pepping me up, getting me going. I'm all down. Like, ah, you know, you know, it's, it is what it is. I'm not going to, not going to win this one, but in just those memories and stuff, like I won't forget those. And so that I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to maybe making one and seeing what happens. And, but I know those are just crazy hard tournaments to win and you have to be on your A game and, it's a different feel. So, uh, but I, I do feel like now more than, you know, I'm a, I'm a more complete angler. I have a little bit more. Um, I, I can taste it when I'm, when I'm there and you went, once you've done it for a while, you can get that feeling like, okay, this may be the winning stuff. It's not making those adjustments. That's how I've fished the last couple of years. And, uh, so, you know, we'll see. Anything else you want to get in here, Jordan? I think I, I think I pretty much spilled it all out there. Unless you got something. No, I, I think we'll leave it at that. I would assume you're going to be on Mercer uh, within the next couple of weeks. Dave's going to probably take a deep dive uh, into that. Go a little bit more behind the scenes. You guys have a great relationship. Uh, you talk about the unbelievable calls and some of the things that you guys have been through. So it's going to be cool to see that dynamic. Uh, and I look forward to uh, to listening to. Uh, to the Mercer podcast that you're on where he kind of talks about your return as well. He actually called in today. I thought that was pretty cool on the uh, Jacob Fouch show uh, that he was talking about. He got you on for about 40 seconds. Yeah. I thought you were going to leave him hanging. Yeah. He was like, yeah, he was like, well, I'm going to hang up on you now. And he hung up on me and I was like, well, you, you weren't lying, but uh, uh, yeah, he, he got me on real quick uh, yesterday and talked to me real quick, but um, yeah, we'll, we're going to do a podcast. I'm sure there'll be many more, but um, definitely wanted to get on here. You know, you're my guy, and uh, I appreciate you having me on. All right, thanks, Jordan. Have a good night. Get some sleep tonight. All right, buddy. Thank you all. All right, see ya. All right, there you go. That is the one and only Jordan Lee, the man, the myth, the legend, returning to Bass. Like I said, I I gave that list uh, earlier today, and I'll see if I can pull it up. uh, Pull it up again. Obviously, Jordan, KVD retiring, Cliff Pace, Cody Meyer, Josh Butler, Brett Height, Crete. Uh, I think he's retiring. He's he's on a boat down in Florida. I'd retire, too, if I had his life. Mike McClellan, Mitch, Clay, Mitch Crane, uh, Randall Tharp, Roy Hawk, Russ Lane, Tim Horton retiring, and then uh, Tommy Biffle. A couple surprises on there. Uh, Bass has not come out with the Bassmaster open list. I have been in contact with them though. So I know that there are some big names that will be making that move to the Bassmaster opens. Uh, 
And then there's also going to be some of those guys uh, that will head to the NPFL, which uh, I just talked to uh, Fat Cat Newton when we were at uh, St. Jude Children's Research Hospital yesterday in Memphis. And that organization is uh, the NPFL looking really good there. Uh, survived uh, some tough times, some some weather things, some business things, but uh, really excited to follow uh, all all three uh, of the tournament trails as MLF tries to uh, navigate some major changes in their uh, in their business model and their structure. Uh, the Elite Series uh, continues to uh, absorb top level anglers and then also try to make a home for anglers at the open level and then. Uh, the MPFL makes a footprint for itself. So uh, commercial free tonight. It was the second show of the day. I thought it would be cool just to get Jordan on and kind of let him talk uh, in his own words. Greatly appreciate all the viewers, all the support, all the listeners uh, for jumping on BTL. Like I said, uh, there's only one uh, November 15th evening and you guys chose to spend it with BTL. So Greatly appreciate that. Hey, if you like what's going on on BTL with what we're bringing you free of charge on a daily basis, listen, we're getting towards the end of the year. Uh, this is how I make my living. This is what I do. If you appreciate it, the best way you can show your support is to let the companies know that support BTL, uh, that you like what's going on every Monday through Thursday at 830 a.m. Central Time and uh, occasionally an evening show like this. I do want to mention tomorrow. Like if you're not a, a, a Frank Scalish avid listener, if you've jumped on and you're like, yeah, I know about that jig hack. I'm a, Frank will be in the kitchen, live in the kitchen, apron on with a crappie recipe. We tested it today. We think that the stream is good enough in his kitchen. He lives in like this five story old school house in, in Cleveland. He is going to be cooking tomorrow on the show. I have no idea if it's going to work. Might be worth tuning into. All right, this has been another edition of BTL Bass Talk Live. Day four tomorrow with the man Frank Scalish. Thank you, Jordan Lee. Greatly appreciated. We'll talk to everybody then later.